Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created this show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Angels are believed to be superhuman entities who act as emissaries between God and humankind. Although their appearance has been depicted differently by varying religions, they have unanimously functioned as messengers, guides, protectors, and guardians. They are and have been long described as entities who are genderless, do not eat nor excrete. They are defined as pure spirits. As Pope John Paul II explained, angels have no body. Even if in particular circumstances they reveal themselves under visible forms because of their mission for the good of people. The earliest depictions of angels are said to be from the 3rd century CE and are carved on sarcophagi. These carvings show angels as young men without wings or halos, reflecting the biblical accounts of the angels who first appeared to Abraham. It is said that the Christian church and its art humanized angels. Yet certain attributes like wings and halos were added to set them apart. It wasn't until the 4th century when angels started to be depicted with wings. And by the 5th century, the standard image of an angel became a man with wings and a halo. Wings were added as a means to approach humankind from higher elevation of their existence, while halos were added as a representation of spiritual character through the symbolism of light or the illumination by the grace of God. Anthropomorphism is the attribution of human traits, emotions, or intention to non-human entities. It was first coined by the Greek philosopher Xenophanes when describing the similarity between religious believers and their gods. For example, Greek gods having light skin and blue eyes, and African gods having dark skin and brown eyes. It is thought to be an innate tendency of human psychology. Humans frequently attribute anthropomorphic features, motivations, and behaviors to animals, robots, artifacts, and even natural phenomenon. We have done it since the beginning of time. But why? Psychologists believe it helps us to associate, empathize, or relate to something that is non-human. It also renders it worthy of moral care and value. Not to mention, it helps us to feel more connected and less alone. Our brains are hardwired to try to understand other humans' intentions, thoughts, and feelings, a concept called theory of mind. Certain regions of our brain contain populations of what is called mirror neurons, which allows us to demonstrate the same activity when we are performing an action as when we are observing others performing an action. And although we can consciously differentiate between human and non-human, the actions of both activate the same mechanisms in our brains. So when we are thinking about deities, spiritual entities, and even angels, the same regions within our brains are active as when attributing the theory of mind to other humans. As a result, this would make humanizing angels a good thing. It has led us to see intention, thought, and cause in an otherwise unexplainable phenomenon. It has helped us to accept them while feeling more closely connected to them, Perhaps we needed to anthropomorphize angels in order to better understand them or even see them. According to scripture, angels were normally invisible, yet capable of making an appearance. An appearance of an angel is called an angelophany. Throughout history, disheartening events in our world have made angel sightings more prevalent. Our advancements of technology today have given us the ability to capture these encounters. In addition, angels have become more secular, fulfilling spiritual roles of guardians and even heroes. More and more credence is being given to angels, and the question is less of do you believe, but rather have you seen? There is no doubt that belief in angels and claims of their protection provide compelling narratives and emotional comfort when it is needed most. Much like UFOs and aliens, angels are said to be omnipresent. Many believe that several angels are incarnated right here on Earth. Some of these Earth angels are said to have forgotten that they were an angel at all in order to ensure their survival here. Also, like UFOs and aliens, more than half of Americans believe. 
According to surveys conducted in 2017, 55% of Americans believe in angels. Perhaps it is by divine design that we apply humanistic features to angels, only highlighting our innate ability to see everything as one, reminding us of the consciousness we already have within, yet work so hard to attain in this lifetime. Today on Love from the Hip, it is my absolute joy to have Jeanette Dames on my show. Jeanette is an angel therapy practitioner, heal your money story coach, and river guide. She will share her wisdom of angels and how she came to channel them, touch on what a money story is, and her powerful connection with the Salmon River and her healing river retreats. Plus, later on the show, we will open up the phone lines so Jeanette can offer you a mini angel reading. So don't go anywhere. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E S T H E R A Care.com. What would it be like to deeply remember the secrets of your soul so that you can travel the unknown with confidence and genuinely sit back, relax, enjoying life without all the everyday worries? I'm Ginger Shen, a mystic mentor who guides you to align and amplify your soul's true mission. Get healing, clarity around your next steps, release unresolved guilt, agreements and karma so that you can fulfill your purpose and reach your utmost potential while experiencing true freedom. Awaken the soul power within you today with me, Jen Duchen. Learn more at jenduchen.com. That's J-E-N-D-U-C-H-E-N-E.com. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Jeanette Dames on my show. Jeanette is an angel therapy practitioner, heal your money story coach, and river guide. Hi, Jeanette. Thanks for joining us in the studio today. Hi. I thank you for having me. It's it's so much fun to be back. Here. I was going to say you're back because <laughs> it's been how many years since you were uh, in this KKNW 10? studio? Ten years. Ten years. Ten or twelve years, something like that. And what was your show called? The Soul's Edge. Awesome. We'll have to look for that. 
So how long have you been channeling angels professionally? And what made you decide to do it as a profession? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you don't have a choice. Mm. Um, Professionally since about 2006. um, But it was with me my entire life. So before that, I'm sure my daughter could tell you stories of things that I told her that came through as she was growing up. And what was your first experience? Can you tell us about your first experience with angels? My very first experience, as far as I can remember back, was about three years old. And I saw them as balls of light. And they were around every person. And I, as three-year-old, you assume everybody sees that because what you see is not, you don't know what imagination is yet. You just assume that's real. So I would grab them and hand them to people. Say, you know, I didn't call them angels. I had, yeah. I called them boo dotties. I don't know where I got that name. But, <laughs> you know, who knows where a three-year-old gets a name. Um, and then as I got older, um, it, I had to let go of it because I was told that's not funny anymore. It's not cute anymore. You need to stop doing that. So you suppressed it. Yeah. And then when did you bring it back in again? Um, numerous times randomly throughout grade school where I got in a lot of trouble in Catholic school. <laughs> for that. <laughs> Seems like the perfect setting. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it probably really came back when my daughter was born. And um, I think she was about six or seven. We were out camping in Utah. And she was sitting up on the picnic table. I was sitting below her on a cooler. We were talking. And all of a sudden, there was this. Normally, guardian angels are typically white. But this was a pink and purple, just huge presence around her. And, of course, I'm trying not to frighten her. So I'm thinking in my mind, who are you? What are you doing? And I just got a very clear voice. I am Marissa. I am her guardian angel. You can stop stressing about her so much. I am always taking care of her. Wow. And she's like, Mom, you okay? <laughs> and I told her, and she embraced it immediately. Yeah. And she still does. Yeah, so. well, she's your daughter. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. So that was really the beginning of me saying, I need to do something with this. But mm-hmm. I didn't, it wasn't until 2005 when a lot of things started happening really fast in my life. And when did you know these balls of light were actually angels? Did they come forward and say who they were, or did you ask? I never asked. It never occurred to me to ask. It was about, I think I was about eight when um, St. Teresa started waking me up in the middle of the night. And we had a picture of her in the bedroom. And I always talked to the picture. um, But she started waking me up. She'd just tap on my leg and wake me up and sit on the bed and chat with me. And so I would talk to her about it. And she would confirm that, yes, this is what you're seeing. These are the guardian angels that are taking care of you. And Wow. And I don't remember a whole lot about what we talked about, but I remember she made me feel validated. Of course, at that age, I didn't know what that was, but, mm-hmm. you know. And was this St. Teresa de Avila? Yes. Yeah, who mm-hmm. had all the visions. Amazing. Fast forward later on, I was at a Hay House event um, working with Brian Weiss. He did a group regression, and I dropped immediately into the convent, and there she was. Huh. And realized we had both been in the convent together. Oh wow! And we're best friends back then. So uh-huh. that was it, that was a huge validation for me that I knew I was that wasn't an imagination of an eight year old child. Yeah, absolutely. So wow. And yeah. so then once you turned it back on, did it ever get overwhelming where you had to learn to turn it off? Um, it, no. I mean, I know how to turn it off, but the, there was only one time I remember specifically. I was coming home from work when I was living in Seattle. I was driving up four hundred five. And all of a sudden, there were balls of light on top of every car. Mm. And I was like, ooh, okay, no, we can't do this. We can only do this when I'm in a place where I can pay attention to you. So you need to turn this. You need to you so know, tone it down. Is. Yeah. And now I can just say, hey, turn it off. And so, you know. so I have to ask, when you drive by an accident or any major event that you see, do you see them there? Sometimes. Um, not frequently. Usually, if I'm driving, I'm not in tune. I'm not mm-hmm. there. If I see something like that, I'll ask them to be there. I'll ask for more to be there. Mm. Um, I, have, I, don't, I can't say that I've actually really seen them in that scenario. Okay. And so how many guardian angels do we each have, and do they change throughout our mm-hmm. lifetime? That's a good question. Everybody has them. They're there whether you believe in them or not. Mm. They appreciate it if you talk to them, but they're still going to hang around even if you, if you don't think you don't believe in them. Typically, we come in with one or two Um, We gather more throughout our lifetime, depending on what's going on and what we need. Mm. So if you're asking for help, either verbally or in your thought patterns or in your heart, they will show up because there's an infinite number of them. So they can show up to help you. 
And some may hang around for a lifetime. Some may just flit in and out depending on what you need. Right. And so what would be the difference then between the archangels and the guardian Guardian angels? angels. Guardian angels are here specifically for you. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I don't know how many you see when you talk to them, but I see four with you right now. Oh. <laughs> Eric's got three over there. <laughs> <laughs> We're well supported, Eric. <laughs> um, I have seen as many as 10 with people, um, but they are just specifically for you. They were there only to help you with what you need. Archangels have specialties of their own, and they are omnipotent. They can be anywhere at any time. They can be with millions of people at one time all over Okay. All over the galaxies, the planets. Yeah. yeah. And but you had said also, so the angels like for us to communicate. They like for us to task them. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. And I know this is going to offend some people. And I'm sorry for that. But I'm telling you exactly what they told me. Please treat us as if we were your employees. Mm. We are here to help you. We are here to make your lives better. And we can watch you forever. But if you do not tell us what you want and ask us for your help, all we can do is watch over you. It's like the universe. You have yeah. to ask for what you want. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the things that you would task your angels to do on a daily basis, oh. would you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. You wouldn't want to be inside my head. <laughs> um, I work with a lot of archangels because I know what their specialties are, so I can ask them for help with different things. But it's continual. It's I, I have four myself that are with me all the time, and I, I know them by name. So I'll recite off their names and whichever archangel needs to help me with what. And usually it's with finding things, um, especially since we moved recently. I'm having a lot of trouble um, (laughs) with a lot of things I can't find. And my husband will just start yelling out, Shamuel, he's playing (laughs) with you. (laughs) So he uses them as well. He knows. Yeah, he knows some (laughs) of their names. Yeah. And so how do the angels appear to you? You said balls of light. So do they have ever halos and wings? They will appear to me um, in relation, direct relation to the person that I'm working with. Okay. So I can almost, when I was used to do readings at the Phoenix Bookstore in Port Townsend, people could walk through the door and I could almost tell them what their profession was by the way that their angels showed up. <laughs> so, for instance, an accountant would have, <clears throat> and I remember one specific person came in and they had eight angels and they were lined up like soldiers. And that's the first thing I said, are you, do you work in a, in an accounting or financial field where everything is, has to be very unaligned? Yeah, I'm a CPA. That's so interesting. If someone comes in that does the kind of work that you do and that I do, they'll just be balls of light floating all over. Sometimes they're pillars of light that look like large crystals going from the heaven to the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's more of what I see. yeah, Yeah. Okay. And sometimes they do show up as the biblical beings with wings and halos. And what do you think the benefit is of humanizing angels? Um, That's a really good question. Um, Probably because we can identify with them more. If they look like us, we can talk to them. We can communicate with them. I don't think a lot of people are comfortable talking to the air, Mm -hmm. which is what it feels like when you first begin doing the work. It's kind of like doing radio. (laughs) Yes. Who's there? Is there really anybody out there? So as far as communicating with the angels, what would you recommend to my listeners be their first step? When you wake up in the morning, uh, your alarm goes off. If you wake up to an alarm, if you wake up naturally, open your eyes and say, angels, 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 help make my day perfect. Awesome. And then how can people reassure themselves that they are indeed communicating with angels? Because I get asked this all the time. (laughs) Um, Angels will always give you positive messages. I, in all the years in my whole life and all the years I've been actively working with angels, I have never encountered a dark spirit, a dark angel or something called a fallen angel. Never. They will tell you the same thing over and over again. So the message won't change. Okay. If you ask them something and you get a message and then you ask them again and it's completely different, it's not an angelic message. Mm. It could be a spirit guide, which is a whole different realm. Could that also just be our ego? Yes. Yeah. Ego can definitely get jump in. The in. Way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. And okay, so uh, let me just, can I go with yeah, that a little bit? Yeah, please do. Um, I've been doing this a long time and I still have ego rearing its ugly head when I'm doing things for myself, mostly. Mm-hmm. If I'm working with somebody else, it you know, it's not an issue, but I'll ask for something and they'll tell me and I go, mm, I don't believe that. That's not going to work. I need another sign. You and, of all people. Uh, well, because <laughs> we teach best what we most need to learn. It's true. So 
sometimes I ask for signs four or five times before I get the one that I that I know is the knock me over the head sign. How funny. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was going to ask you that. So d- through the relationship, eventually does the sign cater to us specifically? You, you mean know, something what that we shows would know. up? Yes, yeah. um, it can. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, um, well, like people will say, I see coins. That's usually dead people. Mm. Um, so the, your angels will try to find something that's meaningful to you. Like feathers. Instance. Feathers is very common, especially when you're starting out. It will change dramatically. Um, when I was trying, there was one huge decision I was trying to make that was going to really, really change my life. And I had had several knockdown, drag out, hit you over the head signs, but I'm still... I don't believe you. I need, <laughs> and I get in my car after a specific instance, and I said, I still don't believe you. That wasn't enough. And, they, and this voice said, turn on the radio. And I turned on the radio, and it was Sarah McLaughlin's Sweet Surrender. Of course. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I got it that time. So. so can we also talk about then, as far as signs go, angel numbers? Uh, I feel like a lot more people are talking <clears throat> about angel numbers these days, even people that don't believe in angels. What do you have to say about that? Numbers are an easy way to know that someone's trying to contact you. Um, there, are, there is a uh, philosophy that assigns a meaning to every number, to angel numbers. I don't have them all memorized. But if you start seeing sequences of numbers frequently, and it's the same one repeatedly, ask, what, what, are, what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Who are you? What do you and and you, the first thing that you hear is right. Um, there, there's some methods um, that if we have a chance, we could go into really briefly about breathing white light into your heart and asking the question. And usually before you ask it, finish asking it, the answer shows up. Okay. But that, yeah. that's the best. And what about if you see number sequencing all day long? Like 111, 222, It's the same thing. I mean, that you have to ask. Have to I mean, ask. yeah. Um, and you can go to... You can call me and find out what those numbers mean. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. <laughs> was there a number that came, kept coming out for you that you had to investigate? It, it, no, I frequently see 444, which means angels are with you. Oh. And I saw that this morning. 444 and 555 means positive change is coming. So I see those all the time. And I'm like, am I ever going to stop changing? Yeah. And we don't. And But the important part of working with your angels is, we're all going through intense life changes all the time. And when you learn how to work with these divine beings of light, all those changes are easier. Mm. They guide you through the easy ways to get through things. They'll help you navigate around the tough times. But you have to ask. You have to learn to communicate with them. And that's what is so magical to me. And I think that's what propelled me into doing this work all the time. When I see someone's, even one person's life change dramatically, because they started talking to their angels and started communicating with them and started working with them. And they can come back to me and say, this and this and this and this happened. Thank you. That, it, that's all I need. That makes yeah, everything worthwhile. Yeah. Do you have an example of that with one of your clients? Um, Something traumatic that they were suffering with that just speaking to their angels changed that whole situation? Um, I do. Um, and I, of course, I'm not going to use names, but I did have one person who is, um, still an active part of my life, and she had been trying for years to be, become pregnant. Just couldn't. Nothing was working. She was desolate. She all she wanted was to have a family, and we started working together. We started doing belief systems. We started doing focus wheels. We started bringing her angels in, <laughs> and I think this was this work was all happening in March, and her baby was born in December, so it was quick. Wow. Really quick. She but was she, ready. she was ready, but she was focused and she did the work and she, you know, did the meditations and she did the beliefs and she, you know, yeah. that was a quick one. Does it help yeah. also to connect with one specific archangel? Well, again, they have specialties. So right. you have to learn what they do. Mm-hmm. And yes, very much so. Arch, the the um, Archangel Michael obviously is the protector angel. Um, Raphael is another well-known angel that is the healing angel so that's who you contact if you have an illness or a disease or anything you need to heal in Mm -hmm. your life whether it's an addiction or a pain in your head or a headache or 
you know, Joe Fiel will clear the traffic and make all the traffic lights turn green and open up the freeway. And nice. I mean, <laughs> that's a good one to have around here. <laughs> and and Gabrielle is Gabrielle, communication, right? And, and gra- the messenger, the angel of messenger, yeah. and the she's also the angel that helps with children, mm. um, helps um, in, helps birth, helps yeah. uh, watches over your children till about the age of ten or twelve when Metatron takes over. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for explaining that. Yeah. Well, with that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny up next and more love from the hip. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about a relatively new brow treatment called eyebrow lamination or eyebrow perm. This semi-permanent procedure is perfect for keeping your eyebrows styled in a certain way. It also allows you the flexibility to not have to use eyebrow gel every day. Brow lamination is said to give you fuller, more even-looking brows, much like microblading, micro-shading, and tattooing, but is way less invasive. The process involves steps much like a perm, minus the curlers. There is a cream applied to the brows to help lift up and straighten the hairs. The hairs are then brushed upward and into a desired shape. A neutralizer or a fixing solution is then applied to seal the brows into place and then finished with a nourishing oil to prevent skin irritation and hair dryness caused by the chemicals used for the perm. Overall, the process takes an hour or less and can include additional tweaking such as tweezing, shaping, and tinting of the brows. There are a multitude of reasons why people get their brows permed, such as addressing thinning hair, gaps in the eyebrow from over-plucking, and unruly hairs that tend to go in different directions, as well as needing more shape and or evenness. Of course, as with anything, there are risks and possible side effects involved. These can include swelling, redness, peeling, itching, rash, and even an allergic reaction. Another more serious risk is eye damage if the chemical product happens to get into your eyes. And just like regular perms, Brow lamination can damage the eyebrows and cause a lot of dryness, especially if overdone. This beauty treatment is not recommended for those with sensitive skin, rosacea, eczema, and also a history of contact dermatitis. Brow lamination results last around six weeks. The average price ranges from $50 to $100 per treatment, which is considerably cheaper than microblading or microshading of the eyebrows. It would seem with all of the different brow services available, there is an option for everyone. The least invasive and least expensive include brow tinting, eyebrow pencil, and eyebrow gel, and are good starting points when trying to figure out the shape and fullness of the brows you desire. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you're just tuning in, I'm having a fascinating discussion all about angels with Jeanette (coughs) Dames. Jeanette is an angel therapy practitioner, heal your money story coach, and river guide. Well, let's go right to our phone lines. We've got Drew on the line from Issaquah. Drew, are you there? Uh, Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Drew. Hi, Sakura. Would you like a message from the angels, or do you have a question? Um, I think I was going to go with the, uh, just a message from the yeah. angels. Yeah. Um, some, hi, Drew. Thanks for, thanks for checking in. Um, do you, are you aware that your angels have really been trying to get in touch with you? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, where, where they're going right now with you is um, a great need for spiritual growth, and that has to start with your heart. Great need for spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. That starts with the heart. Okay. So is your heart open up to, to messages, to feeling? You're a very feeling person. Is that correct? Um, well, I'm kind of starting to like open up a okay. little bit more. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very difficult sometimes in our society to realize that it's okay to acknowledge our feelings. and But when you're working with your angels, nobody knows but you and them. 
And they're coming through in a very soft, almost, I would say yellow, even though they're white. But they, when they bring in a softer color, it's just to say, relax, fall into it, and allow it to come. And don't be afraid of it. Nothing, nothing bad is going to come through. Um, pr- they're asking you to practice a little bit, um, saying, I would, I'd like to set an intention to, intention to do X. You fill in the blank. Can you please help that manifest? And then kind of relax a bit back and let that come through. Watch it happen. And that will give you more of an opportunity to start believing easier. And then you'll grow that spiritual practice very easily after that. Does that help? Just let that grow. Yeah, just mm-hmm. let, it, let it in. Yeah. Let it uh, just kind of like let down my defenses and just kind of exactly. yeah, really open the heart. Yeah. Yes, yes. Breathe. You can always breathe white light into your heart. Every, every breath is unconditional love because it comes from source. It's what keeps us alive. So if that's why they also take a deep breath. Well, you're taking a deep breath. You're bringing unconditional love into yourself. So breathe that yeah, in and ask for what you need. Okay? Mm, yeah. That makes right. sense. I've just been practicing that lately, and it's actually been okay. like relieving. Good. Then you're on the right path. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Thanks for calling, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Nice. Thank you. I think that's wonderful to point out that we tend to get in our own way, right? Yes, very much. Is that fear? What would you say? Uh, it's it's a fact that we are not taught that it's okay to trust anything unless it comes through, uh, dare I say it, a religious being, you know, mm. someone who is supposedly trained. Right. It makes no sense to me that we believe that we can believe that the angels only showed up when Jesus was walking around on the planet. Why would they stop? Because he's gone. We need them more now. Mm-hmm. They're there. They right. never left. So it's okay. We're, we're taught that it's not okay, but we are. We're also taught we're not perfect, but we are. Right. So, yeah, wonderful. Well, let's go to our next caller. We've got Dia on the line from Sammamish. Dia, are you there? Yes. Hi there. Do you have a, do you want just a message or do you have a question? Um, well, I'm wondering how many angels I have around me and then, um, yeah, I'd love a message. Okay. Hi, D. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Um, is let me just tap into your energy for a second. Take a deep breath for me. Okay, right now there's three with you. Um, one of the angels is calling, she's calling, it looks like Penelope. Um, she's very verbal, very, very wanting to talk to you a lot. Um, are you struggling at this point with some career move or? Uh, I am, okay. yes. Okay. Um, there's where she's trying to bring you your power. So if talk to her, just talk to her in your daily life, let her take it from there. But she's like showing up to say, you, you've got the power to do this again. You set the intention, you bring it forward and she'll like literally help you. It's like right now she shows me a picture of her kind of lifting you up by your elbows. Mm -hmm. You might feel a little tingling on the side of your body or near your elbows right now, but you know how your friends will joke with you and try to pick you up by your elbows. That's kind of what she's doing. Okay. So you can talk to her and ask the other two, say, you know, give me your names. It's, it's another, like a, we were talking to the previous caller, you can do a deep breath exercise, close your eyes and say, what are your names? And the first names that come through your through, through to you are exactly the right names. Don't, that's another, don't question it. Okay. Angels will validate names. So you'll run into somebody or see something, or you may find a penny in, an, in an, a place that you would never find change later today to validate that Penelope mm-hmm. but they will always validate it because they want to work with you as badly as you want their help they want to help you okay good okay all right all right thanks you're welcome calling. thanks for calling so do all of our angels want to be named they are named they are they named. Ha- they give they me come the names. With names they come with names <laughs> but they they come with different names than you would expect because yeah. if they tried to tell us their divine names, we could probably never pronounce them. We'd mess it up. So they'll pick names that are easy for you to remember. Mm. Um, can I share a short? Yeah, please um, do. I was, when I was learning about this, I was in a group training and learning how to, to facilitate it, how to use it, how to work it. And we were learning about how they will, they will tell us their names and then they will validate them. And I'm like, 
I, you know, how, and this one woman kept saying, your, your angel's name is Gedanya. And I'm G-E-T-T-A-Y-O-N-A. You know, I'm visualizing <laughs> this, spelling it. I was right. a journalism major, right? And um, I thought, that's how is that ever going to be validated? We went to the lunch break, and there was a woman from Scotland sitting at a table next to me, and she starts telling a story about a soccer game. And she starts yelling, get on you, get on you, get on. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I was just, I stood up. I had goosebumps all right. over. And I'm like, I believe, I believe. Right? <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever find out what it actually means? No, I mean, I call, I talk to him. It's a male energy. Oh, it's male. Yeah. yeah, I mean, angels don't have gender, but they'll take on the gender that they need to be for whatever you need from them. That's interesting. And it's a male gender uh, energy, but no, I mean, I think it was a joke. I think it's kind of a prankster, you know, a Scottish Scottish dude. Like, you know, sometimes well, angels will show up with energy like leprechauns and, and be playful. And, oh, really? And pranksters. Because we need it? Because we need it. We need to mm. lighten up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, can we switch gears here a little bit? You not only channel angels, but also a river. Can we talk about that and how your connection came about and why? Yeah, I would love to share that. Um, That's one of my favorite stories. Um, I became a river guide in 1983, and it was in 1997. I got a chance to go on what's an extended trip. So you're not just on the river. You're on for a day. You're on for seven days with a bunch of other river guides. And it was about the third day floating down the Salmon River, I just, I was in the boat by myself and something just came over me. It was just this, this connection that was burning and deep, like it'd been something I'd been looking for my whole life. And I wasn't into talking. I've always listened to the trees at night when I'm camping, but I'd never talked to the rivers. I talked to flowers and bees and trees. And so that trip was over and something changed. And I knew that I had to live near her near that river at some point. And I still had 13 years to go before I could retire from my job here in Seattle. So I, what I did was I took all my vacation time after that and spent it all in Idaho on that river. Wow. And when I finally got moved over there, I literally had landed, went, I was going to start my job there the next day. I went down to sit by the river in the afternoon. It was a Sunday afternoon. And I had my journal. I was just going to journal for myself. I had my dog and, and, I started journaling, and all of a sudden, this voice comes out of the river and starts talking to me. And I, I'm like, who are you? What are, you know, and she named herself as Nyflura, and she's, she just started said, writing. So I just started journaling, and she was talking so fast I could barely get it all. That went on for two years, and I spent every chance I could get sitting on the beach. And it became a conversation where I could ask her a question, and she would answer and that's what the second half of my book is about, is just all those conversations with her. So were you learning about more about yourself or about yes. the world? All, both. Everything. I mean, yeah, whatever the question of the week was. Sometimes it was about something personal going on in my life. Sometimes it was about general, general conditions in the world. Yeah. And it became a connection that is still there. I mean, it's just, it's magical. And why did she choose you? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just very, very blessed. And what is the book called? Uh, dancing around the soul's edge. Okay. And so now how has that connection led you to these river retreats that you do now? It's, yeah, it all, before, um, when I first started doing the work and before that I was leading women's retreats and groups on fun trips. And it was one day sitting on the river when it was like, you need to, you need to combine the two and you need to bring women, not only women, but anyone to the retreats on the river because I can give them something special that they cannot get anywhere else. And it's not just her, it's every river, because you're completely disconnected. And they are the arteries of the planet. Mm. And so they have the lifeblood of the planet channeling through them. So when you connect with them, you open your heart and soul in a different way than you can anywhere else. Amazing. And, you know, Dr. Emoto has proven that mm-hmm. it water's alive. Water's alive, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what are some of the things that people benefit from from going on these retreats? Um, you step out of your comfort zone. Most people that are not used to being out camping or rafting or combining the two, being away from their families and their safe zones for three or four or five, six days. Um, when you're on a river trip, you have no phone, no internet, no news, no nothing. So it's you and nature and you find a piece of your heart and soul open up that really, I don't think can open up anywhere else. Hmm. Um, Brenda Reese, Brenda Strong. Yeah. Brenda can tell you um, about her story. Uh, she was one of the fir- on my very first retreat, 
It was very eye-opening. Whole life changed. Yeah. Yeah. And how long are these retreats? Um, They're anywhere from three to five days. The one coming up is four days, three nights, four days. And where is that one at? That's in Utah and the Green River and the Lador Gorge, which is very magical. Well, I want to touch more on that when we come back from the break, but can you share with my listeners where they can find out more information? Yes, please go to riverangelranch.com and go to the events page for information on that. Go to the services page for information on readings. Awesome. All right. Well, with that, we're going to take another quick break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin and Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin and Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin and Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us, I have Jeanette Dames here with us. She's an angel therapy practitioner, heal your money story coach, and river guide. So Jeanette, before the break, you were talking about this retreat that's coming up. Can mm-hmm. you share a little bit more? Yes. Um, throughout COVID, we couldn't have retreats. I mean, the, the guides and the company that we work with, Arda, were running trips, but we, you know, no one wanted to go out and do it. No one was comfortable. Um, I usually, uh, one of my, my co-leaders, Dr. Stephen Farmer, who is a shamanic practitioner, author, um, I have some of his card decks, um, wonderful, wonderful teacher, um, co-trains with me, is my co-leader on the retreats. He'll be doing it with me this year. When we were talking about um, wanting to get back on the river and bring people out for another retreat, um, and just trying to decide what was important, he said, let's call it emergence and bringing people back into mm. the world, helping them come back into a place of love and compassion where they can really jump back into a life that's never going to be the same again and find new ways to do it by getting deep, deep within their heart. So that's what this th- four-day trip was, is going to be about. It's so well needed, too. Yeah. And he is a master of ceremony, so he will be leading us through a shamanic journey and he works with angels, too, so we incorporate all of that in together. And being out on a river and doing some ceremonies with the moon and the river and the power of the plants, and the, it's just, he's wonderful, wonderful to it's work so with. It's so magical. Yeah, it's really magical. And so what typically is, like, the age range of people that you tend to bring in? I have had people from the age of 16 to the age of 72. Mm. Uh, it's physical... Um, Capacity is not something to hold you back. I had one woman out there with walking sticks 
who couldn't walk without them. She bought a little stool to sit down and put up her tent with. Good to um, know. By the end of the trip, she wasn't using it anymore. Wow. Or, you know, so and, it's... And there's a little bit of the glamping factor in there, right? With there can the, be. The, the chefs, I... Oh, I, yes. It's like <laughs> cruise ship food. It's wonderful. The, the river guides really take care of you. They cook amazing food. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. great. They really right. cater to you. Wonderful. Well, can we talk a little bit about your spiritual efficiency coaching? I would love to. Um when I first started teaching this, um, we were calling it Angels 101 and got no interest. Nobody was really caring a whole lot. They were like, I'm angels? I don't, I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. I'm out jogging one day. I'm already in Idaho. And I hear this voice say, call it spiritual efficiency. Call what spiritual efficiency? Just call it spiritual efficiency. And it you know, hit. Yeah. Um, this is what it needs to be. And so... Um, I was from there, they led me through the development of the whole course. And it is, um, it's a coaching program that I have. If you really, really want to dig deep and learn how to enhance every area of your life. And as you know, once you start working with these beings, everything in your life changes. And people say to you all the time, how do you do that? (laughs) I work with my angels. Right. You do what? Um, But they answer every question. They make everything better. They might not do it the way you want it done, but it will be better because... They have an infinite view and you have a thimbleful view. So spiritual efficiency can be a four-month coaching program. It can be a one-day class. Um, It can be a weekend retreat. I offer all three randomly throughout the year. So if you keep keep an eye on my website um, and look at when those are coming up, happy to accommodate you. Anyone that's interested in the coaching program, visit my webpage. If you um, mention this show, you'll receive $100 off per month on that coaching program for as long as you want to do it. That's great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm feeling guided that Eric actually is getting a message (laughs) from the angels. No. (laughs) Am I? You are. (laughs) You are. Um, Sakura felt some angels coming in and asked me to to bring them in for you. Cool. And they're showing up with fire. Okay. And I saw the fire first, but what... What they are coming in with more is that it is time to follow your passion and be more playful and more frivolous. And I remember you have an incredible sense of humor, very, very dry, sarcastic humor that is really <laughs> lovable. So, but who came in with your guardian angels is Archangel Nathaniel, who is bright red and full of fire. And when Nathaniel shows up, it's because you're ready to fully embrace your passion. And when he shows up, if you invite him in, which you have the choice to do, be ready to run because you won't be able to sit still. You will start organizing things in your life so that everything just happens. Boom, 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 boom. And you have success that you never dreamed you could have before. So stop, stop dilly-dallying, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this going to take him away from being my producer? Because I don't know if I can handle that. It might, but I know that. (laughs) I I remember when I worked with him, it was like, no, I don't want anybody else here. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. Well, I know we don't have time to go in thoroughly with your money story coaching. Yeah. But I'm curious if you can just kind of relay what a money story is. Everybody has a money story, good, bad. It's you, it's most often not yours. It's something you learned from teachers, from parents, from the world. And very often it's not serving you. Interestingly, it's often people that have the most money that have the worst story Hmm. and have the most fear around it. So the heal your money story coaching is pulling you out of those fears and teaching you about the energy of money and how you can have it flowing in your life all the time without strife, without struggling. It's there for you. It's just another form of energy. And this is something else that you offer. It's another coaching program. And I was actually specifically trained for this by um, Jennifer Longmore, who owns a company called Soul Journeys. And she developed this. And I was doing a radio show. And one of my guests was a Heal Your Money Story coach. Huh. And I said, she told me how much it cost. And at that time, I said, I can't afford that. She goes, first of all, never There's ever say I story. can't afford. <laughs> and whenever you say I can't afford, the universe goes in and go, okay, we'll make sure that you can't. Mm. And she goes, well, I suggest that you go sell, go walk through your house and see what you don't need and sell it all and then come back to me and pay for your, I thought, whoa, you're arrogant. <laughs> but I thought about it and I did it. And so I went back and I went through her coaching program and it wow. changed my entire life. So I became a coach. And That's it's, amazing. It's really fun. And it's really changed your relationship with money. Yes. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. So I have to ask what you hope for the future of our relationship with angels. Well, it changes continually. 
Um, they're always saying, you need to do this. Let's try this. This is coming. They give me little snippets of what's coming. They won't tell you a whole picture because then you start focusing on it too much. Mm. So what I hope for the future is that I can spend the rest of my life helping more and more and more people enhance their lives and learn how to work with them every day so that they don't have to struggle. You don't have to struggle. There are these divine beings surrounding you everywhere that are just waiting to help. And that, that's all I want to do, that's, one at a time. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, how can my listeners contact you and learn more about your coaching? Uh, RiverAngelRanch.com. If you want to contact me personally for a reading, you can either go through the website or you can find me at my email, which is angelcircleNW, as in Northwest, angelcircleNW at gmail.com. If you would like to dive deeper into a reading, um, I will also offer a discount for anyone that mentions this show when you email me for a reading. If you would like to join our retreat, we do have a few spots left, and I will also offer... $150 discount if you mention this show. If Amazing. If you'd like to come on the retreat. Thank you so much yes. for doing that. And yeah. thank you so much for being here yeah. and sharing your wisdom. Uh, Wonderful. It pays to be a listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks to Eric, my rock star producer, you the listener, KKNW, KBKW, and Cape Town Zone Radio. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. And if there's a topic you're interested in me bringing on the air, message me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love From The Hip. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.